4R. Teen Movie Showdown. Yeah. Head to Head. Week 3. Perfect. Shakespeare Spotlight. Sorry. Okay. We have 10 Things I Hate About You versus Get Over It. And bum, I just bum. I'm bleeding. stabbed that. Is it okay to drink my own blood? <laughs> I was a little can, excited with my hand motions. Blood. Nothing tastes as good as your own brand. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Ew. All right. That's my, that's my figure. Uh, I apologize for stabbing you, though. Um, no, you're fine. It was my fault. No. I wouldn't worry about your that. Fa- you were in your bubble. I made that's a sudden movement. You didn't blame me. Most people do. It's, it's hey, it's you. all good on the winner's couch over it here. It is. Anyway, winner's couch. Let's talk about the synopsis <laughs> for uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Here we go. Cameron James, a new student at Padua High School Can in the Seattle area. Right. Padua. Oh, sorry. Hey, man. Uh, Cameron James, <laughs> did I get that part right? <laughs> I just, I just need you to say Padua. <laughs> uh, all right, um, Cameron James, a new student at Padua High School in the <laughs> Seattle area, falls in love at first sight with beautiful and popular sophomore Bianca Stratford. Geeky Michael Ekman warns him that Bianca is vapid and conceited and that her overprotective father does not allow Bianca or her older sister, the shrewish Cat, to date. Cat, a senior, is accepted to Sarah Lawrence College in New York, but her father, Walter, wants her to stay close to home. Bianca wishes to date affluent senior, Joey Donner, but Walter, an obstetrician worried about teenage pregnancy, will not allow his daughters to date until they graduate. Frustrated by Bianca's insistence and Kat's rebelliousness, Walter declares that Bianca may date only when Kat does, knowing that Kat's antisocial attitude makes this unlikely. Where did you come from? Planet loser? As opposed to planet, look at me, look at me. (laughs) Okay, here's how we solve this one. Old rule out. New rule. Bianca can date when she does. But she's a mutant. What if she never dates? Then you'll never date. Oh, I like that. When Cameron asks Bianca out, she informs him of her father's new rule and as a pretense for allowing her to date Joey, suggests that Cameron finds someone willing to date Kat. Cameron selects bad boy, in quotes, Patrick Verona, but Patrick scares him off. Michael assists by convincing Joey to pay Patrick to take Kat out under the pretense that this will allow Joey to date Bianca. You hanging along here? Uh, Patrick agrees to the deal. But Kat rebuffs his first few advances. Michael and Cameron help him by probing Bianca for information on Kat, I know, right? On Kat's likes and dislikes. Aha! Black panties. What does that tell us? She wants to have sex someday, that's what. She, she, could, she could just like the color. You don't buy black lingerie unless you want someone to see it. Armed with this knowledge... God damn it. Armed armed with this knowledge, Patrick begins to win Kat's interest. She goes to a party with him, which enables Bianca to go as well, much to Walter's dismay. It's starting. It's just a party, Daddy. At the party, Kat becomes upset when she sees Bianca and with Joey and responds by getting drunk. Patrick attends to her and Kat starts to open up, expressing her interest in starting a band. However, when she tries to kiss him, Patrick pulls away and Kat leaves, infuriated. Meanwhile, Bianca ignores Cameron in favor of Joey, leaving Cameron dejected. Bianca soon realizes, however, that Joey is shallow and self-absorbed and asks Cameron for a ride home. Cameron admits his feelings for her and his frustration with how she's treated him. Bianca responds by kissing him. You know, just because you're beautiful, that doesn't mean that you can treat people like they don't matter. 
I mean, I, I really liked you, okay? I, I, I defended you when people called you conceited, I helped you when you asked me to, I, I learned French for you, and, and then you just blow me off so that you can... Joey offers to pay Patrick to take Kat to the prom so he can take Bianca. Patrick initially refuses, but relents when Joey offers him more money. Kat is still angry with Patrick, but he wins her over by serenading her with the accompaniment of a marching band. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. You'd be like heaven to touch. I wanna hold you so much. They go on a date which turns romantic, but Kat becomes suspicious and angry when Patrick insists that she go with him to the prom, an event she is adamantly against. Bianca is irritated that Cameron hasn't asked her to the prom and so accepts Joey's invitation, but Walter won't allow it unless Kat goes too. Kat confesses to Bianca that she dated Joey while, when they were freshmen and succumbing to peer pressure had sex uh, with him. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that, that was weird. <laughs> she had sex with him, okay? Uh, afterwards, she regretted it and Joey dumped her. So she vowed to never again do anything just because everyone else was doing it. And I haven't since. With the exception of Bogey's party and my stunning digestive pyrotechnics. How is it possible that I did not know about this? I warned him that if he told anyone, the cheerleading squad would find out how tiny his dick is. Bianca insists that she can make her own choices, so Kat agrees to go to the prom with uh, Patrick. Bye, Dad. I'm going to the prom. Funny, sweetie. And Bianca decides to go with Cameron instead of Joey. Good choice. All is going well at the prom until Bianca learns that Joey planned to have sex with her that night. Angry that Bianca has spurned him for Cameron, Joey reveals his arrangement with Patrick, which causes Kat to leave heartbroken. I knew this was a setup. Kat, it wasn't like that, okay? Really, what was it like? A down payment now and then a bonus for sleeping with me? No, I didn't care about the money, okay? I cared. I cared about you. Joey then punches Cameron, but is in turn beaten up by Bianca for having hurt her, Kat and Cameron. Bianca and Cameron share another kiss. The next day, Bianca reconciles with Kat and begins dating Cameron. Walter admits that Kat is capable of taking care of herself and gives her permission to attend Sarah Lawrence College. For an assignment in which the students were required to write about their own version of William Shakespeare's Sonnet 141, Kat reads aloud a poem titled, 10 Things I Hate About You, revealing that she still loves Patrick. I hate it when you make me laugh, even worse when you make me cry. I hate it when you're not around and the fact that you didn't call. But mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close, not even a little bit, not even at all. Patrick surprises her with a Fender Stratocaster bought with the money that Joey paid him, and confesses that he has fallen for her. Nice, huh? A Fender Strat? Is it for me? Yeah, I thought you could use it, you know, when you start your band. Besides, I had some extra cash, you know. Some asshole paid me to take on this really great girl. Is that right? Yeah, but I screwed up. I, um, I fell for her. It's not every day you find a girl who'll flash someone to get you out of detention. <laughs> oh, God.
buy me a guitar every time you screw up, you know. Yeah, I know. But then, you know, there's always drums and bass and maybe even one day a tambourine. Pat forgives him and the two make up with a kiss. Money can buy love. Mm. <laughs> We're not doing that one. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That was flawless. Um... Before this week, had everyone seen this one? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I thought. But so. I was, I think for my age group, mm-hmm. I wasn't as into this movie as a lot of people around me were. So I don't think that I watched it all the way through until maybe like 2010. Okay. So I was a little late to the party for this movie. This came out in 99. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, My daughter watched this one with me. So we watched it last night. What did she think? Uh, She didn't say. Okay. (laughs) But she watched it. Uh, There were some questions about the high shot moving in on the school. Oh, yeah. Kind of towards the beginning. She said, is this what schools looked like? And I said, maybe this school, (laughs) but not my school. That is amazing. It is not what mine looked like. That is an amazing Stadium High School in Tacoma, Washington, and I have been there. Oh, that's cool. It's amazing. It's It's a really cool Mm -hmm. looking... Oh, my God. And really, everything in this movie, like all the locations were like fantastic. Like the neighborhoods and stuff were just (laughs) unbelievable. I am so baffled by how many activities they have going (laughs) <laughs> at the same time, at the same time on that field, like they have golf over it. The marching band is there. There's track. Like it's Soccer. also very mm-hmm. hard to peg what season. Like I know it, what it's supposed to be, but then like I'm like, what? What is happening here? <laughs> I do love this movie. I Archery mean, during band practice. <laughs> yes, and everyone like it seems like all of the school is always at the same place. Of the, like they didn't want to break the students up. They're like. Heard, heard them together. <laughs> right. We'll just divide them when we There's get there. There's a staffing shortage. <laughs> Short. It's because the one is too busy, busy writing her erotic novel to be a good <laughs> guidance counselor and make good schedules. She's like, we'll just keep them together that, all the time. That was an interesting choice for the for the movie, the Allison Janney character. <laughs> oh, she was funny. She's she was funny. It's so just funny. it was so like com- <laughs> with with <laughs> everything that was happening <laughs> in the rest of the movie. It was just like so out of left field. Now, okay, our resident Shakespeare person, Mm -hmm. is there, is she supposed to be a character in Taming of the Like, I I don't think so. Okay, I didn't know if maybe that's like a call to a very unhelpful person in the Taming (laughs) of the Shrew, which is what this is a modern retelling of. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just wanted to ask that. I'm like, maybe, maybe there's a connection there. I didn't know. Thank you. Mm. I just kind of thought she needed to be in the movie more. Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, arguably. She's so funny. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is a hot take, but I'd say arguably she's like the best actor in the movie. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, if I had to, you know, I think am of sa- everybody. Yes, because she's at, in it a lot at the beginning and then mm. never again. For how often right. Kat is sent to the office, <laughs> she should have been in it more. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just think Allison Janney's brilliant, but. Um, I did so also good. like in the school, just another thing about the school. I love that she had like a stained glass window in her office. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? Like, does it look that way on the inside? Have you been in there? I haven't been inside. I've I just wondered, been outside of it. Yeah, I, I wondered. I presume they filmed everything inside. Right. Did they? Right. Like yeah. maybe during the summer or something? 
I don't know the answer. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just so I curious. Just know it was a location. It's your fault for saying you've been there. Yeah. yeah. No, you are I'm now the expert. Just curious Sorry. about it because of things. Were like, you not in this movie, yeah. Veronica? Were you? Was, you was, were an extra, uh, right? <laughs> But like that flyer drop, you know, when <laughs> that, was, like that was, aw- that that was, was an awesome great. scene. Yes. Yeah. And I just wondered, like, I'd love to know if that was actually filmed inside there. Must cool. be Nigel with the Brie. <laughs> Did you know that if you look closely on that scene, Nigel is walking in with the Brie, uh, but he's just surrounded by everybody yes. else. <laughs> like he's being like almost trampled by them. Like, yes, I do. Every time I'm like, poor Nigel. Hey, uh, Lance, I'm going to need you to uh, tell all of us. What song introed this movie? Oh, uh, the intro. I got this. Uh, wait, hold on. Uh, oh, no, I don't. I have hers. Which one? Which one was the intro? Yeah, it's been one. Oh, that's, but it was a weird. It was a weird version of it. It had a weird intro. It yeah, was like, it was like his live or something. It, it had to have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But yeah. it segues into bad reputation. Yes, it was so cool. This yeah. is such a good soundtrack. Oh my god. It's a really it's good terrific. one. Um yeah, I just I really what I like about this movie is that it's a good obviously you have your main couples, but then also the ensemble is mm-hmm. so enjoyable. Like the mm. we already went over the guidance counselor, Mr. Mitchell as the English <laughs> teacher, also highly quotable, so great and highly so enjoyable. <laughs> and just like I feel like a lot of the periphery, like not the like truly background, but like the periphery characters, a lot of them are given opportunities to have moments. And yeah. I always like looking for those. And they have yeah. Yeah. very distinct characters. Yes, they like, actually yeah. created is, characters. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah. The uh, soccer coach slash <laughs> detention leader, David, <laughs> supervisor. David Leisure is that guy's yeah. name. Um, I did find out today and I did not pay close enough attention before this, but he is apparently also the guy who gets hit in the head with the golf ball. Yeah. And shot with the arrow. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Both of our movies had arrow shots this year week. But you know, he gets to see uh, under cat's shirt. So I guess. (laughs) Yeah. But I, and I he also did. takes the Cheetos. Yeah, so. yes. confiscating this. Also, like how he picks up and that so bag. gently, right? <laughs> yes, it's, it's so interesting weird. way he does that. We talked about Alice and Janney a little bit. I would have liked to have seen her more in the film, but you yes. know they were trying to keep it close to ninety minutes. Yes, uh, but like David Crumholtz, who played Michael, who was Cameron's friend, I thought mm-hmm. he fucking Love like him. stole every scene. I was wondering how old he was. Yeah, in this a, because I thought that he had been in plenty of stuff like earlier in the decade where he also played like that age. I'm not sure. I know he was on the TV show numbers. That's the only other thing. Right. That was in the two thousands, right? You know him from the second Adams family movie. That's true. Oh, he was also in ER. Oh, in like the most traumatizing episode of ER. Oh, he killed Noah Wiley. Oh, Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Dr. Noah Wiley would live forever. Whatever no. the hell his name is. He did. John something on the show. John Carter, something like that. Not until this guy showed up. Anyway, uh, I thought, I seriously, every scene he was in, I thought he was hilarious. He was 28. Really good. One. When yes. This, well, he was a little older than 21, 22. People, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he was born in 78 and this came yeah. out in 99. So okay. 21. Uh, I thought he was really good. And the other person I thought that maybe should have gotten a little more uh, screen time was uh, Susan May Pratt, who played um, 
she was uh Kat's best friend. Man yeah. Mandela what is her Mandela? name? Mandela. Mandela. Right? Yes. I, I agree. Not She's spelled a- the same way uh yeah, as, she as was- Nelson, but yeah, she's very she, random. And she only is in like three scenes. Yeah, but she's like supposed to be like a Shakespeare nut. Yes. And I guess I would have liked to have seen that character expanded a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just me personally, but yeah. let's find d- some deleted didn't really scenes. Get to. There yeah. you go. Yeah, especially because when Kat's like, please tell me you haven't lost it completely. Because when mm-hmm. she's like at the prom, like looking for Shakespeare. Um, I thought her whole repartee with him was cute, though. Yeah. That, yes, that he, yeah. he got her address, and then that I didn't quite cute. understand him being up on stage when she saw him the first time. I I, like, yeah, I, I think it was. That, I think it he's was buddies he, with the band. He man, he's he. Well, no, oh, so he's in. The, he's the AV. Yes, <laughs> oh, that's he right. set up the He set it up, so he's just like, "Hey, I'm surprising this girl," yeah. and they're like, "Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, you can stand up here. Can you check my mm. levels?" And then yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I thought that was I thought that was cool. That was cute. Also, yeah. her hair in that scene, like oh my God. Mm-hmm. so much of it. Yeah, it was great. It's great. Um, speaking of prom, yeah. What's the name of the band that played? Anybody? No clue. Oh, it, it, their name in the movie. The name of the band that played the at actual prom. band. Oh, it was mm-hmm. Letters Cleo. No, that no. was not the one that played at prom. Not the prom band. But I thought that they were there. It came out. Letters to yeah, Cleo yeah. was at the club and on the rooftop at the end. But they did not play at prom. And we should but probably sing- talk about that at some oh, point. Oh, we will. But their singer did come out and yeah. sing because they did Cruel because to Be Kind. Because he, yeah. That was in the club, wasn't it? No, no Cruel they, to Be They did it at That the, was at the prom. That's so, at the prom. So who was the band at the prom? Band at the prom was Save Ferris. Oh, oh yeah. That's right. Well played. But yeah, they do Cruel to Be Kind at prom. That's yeah. right. Sorry. A no, Nick, that's fine. Nick Lowe song. Um, you wanted. Um, ooh, ooh, sorry. No, go ahead. Cruel to Be Kind. The actual quote is, I must be cruel only to be kind. Hamlet. It's a Shakespeare reference in the show. Oh, oh, tricky, tricky. Together. Uh, what did you want to talk about letters to Cleo? Oh, I just like them a lot. Did you want to talk about the rooftop shot? Yeah. I mean, if we can fast forward to the end of the movie. I mean, <laughs> we we're jumping around. all over. Well, it's we like, they, well, I, was it just like a thing? In the nineties, that they had to do something like that, like it, like at the end of it, it just kind of, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> why they're, oh, that yeah, they're playing, yeah. Why, well, why they're up there on the roof, and they're like, you know, and rightfully so, like in a cage, <laughs> so they don't fall off the roof. That looks a little precarious. But, uh, yeah, I was not, I, I was not feeling good. Kate's like, would you want to be like up there playing drums? And I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> I know. That's like, it's just so. That's the only thing I could think of while I was watching but that it. I'm like, is what so were cool they that thinking? They did go up Why? there. Well, and that it is cool. First of all, so expensive. Uh, I yeah. can't even imagine. They had to do it in one shot because they did not have oh, yeah, the budget yeah, yeah. to try it oh, again. Well, I mean, they were probably. I mean, they're just lip syncing their shit. So yeah. I mean, they had the monitor yeah. in front of mm-hmm. them, yeah. which was blocking the only way that they could have possibly <laughs> gotten out of the cage. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was just interesting. That's so cool. I mean, but it's like it's neat. It was. It was a neat spectacle, like a cool thing to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it. It was just weird. It is. I mean, it was almost as weird as the beginning of the next movie. <laughs> Wait, we can't transition to the next no, movie. Not, yeah, not. But also, I think it was just a way for them to flex like the location they had. I think they yeah. just wanted to be like, we just want to do more like drone shots or whatever the hell we're doing. Yeah. Of yeah. What we have because it was amazing. I mean, 
I I agree with you. It is super random, but I also feel like it works. Like, cause yeah, it's a drone shot. Like they've they're already outside, so it's just like pulling back, 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 back. I think yeah. it looks cool. It's yeah. a memorable way to end. Yeah, it was it. unique. I, yeah, I will say. Otherwise, I don't know how you end. Like you just end it with like a fade out. Right. Or whatever. Right. I'm I'm sure they would have thought of something. But like instead they make it almost iconic or very, very memorable. Yeah. Yeah. By doing something so random. But shit, that band, like, they got a lot of run in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they were basically just like almost characters. I mean, they showed up what, like three times. Mm-hmm. That was kind of interesting. Well, it was probably the peak of their time. Like, you know, they were they were a band, they had some success, yep. and then they got in this movie that ended up being huge Mm -hmm. and at the time filming it maybe they didn't know how big it was actually going to become and then i mean they you know the band still exists but i would argue that after the 90s it kind of went downhill yeah for them that's fair i never really heard of them after this movie yeah exactly (laughs) or before for that matter so yeah but i mean they fucking made it so that's great they will always exist in this movie so yep i don't know for sure Let's talk more about locations. Let's do it. I liked that when they're in the little paddle boat, you can see the space needle in oh the background. God. That was oh, great. nice. But also they're paddling and not moving at all. <laughs> I was like, are they even going? Okay, I will say having been in a paddle boat this past summer, that's legit. That's Sometimes true. you are paddling so much and you're like, why am I not it's moving? like when you put a bike on a really low gear and you're paddling a lot, but you're not going anywhere. You're like, what is going on? Why are we not? For a while, we like paddled backwards because we're like, we're more efficient this way. Mm-hmm. We don't know why. Yeah. And we're in this giant swan paddle and we're like, this is ridiculous. I appreciated how nonchalant she was about just showing a teacher her tits. Yeah. <laughs> it was that a was different a- time. And a very different time. And how she wasn't like, immediately like expelled or like put in detention <laughs> yes. but he she had was just like, like nope i'm out of here he had like no response to it whatsoever <laughs> yeah it was like it's like mm. <laughs> leave <laughs> he's just like did i just hallucinate this because, well at the same time she's like complimenting him yes. for this play or whatever that he had brought up in the past <laughs> and just like, yeah, we'll just do that thing you taught us. I think he was too interested in, like, you know, rolling some doobies with that potty confiscated. <laughs> yeah, and then eating the Cheetos, the Cheetos afterwards. <laughs> yeah. He was w- way too uh, preoccupied with that. It's fair. Oh, he's like, I can't afford to go to the principal's office to tell them about her because then they might find this stuff on me and I can't explain that. Well, and True. she'll just put it in her book. I mean, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's the guidance counselor. Wow. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Remember, uh, I like Sam, that. have you remember. been to the Fremont Troll? Yes. Is it not the coolest thing? It's pretty great. I it, love it. And it's fact, so like out in the middle of nowhere. It is. It's just a neighborhood. Well, isn't it under like, it's an underpass, right? Yeah. So, or oh, an underpass. It's an overpass. I'm sorry. Yes. It's under an overpass. Uh, well, actually, the only time I saw it was we were leaving the Ballard neighborhood. Ballard neighborhood. I'll get this right eventually. Um, which is where my sister lives. And um, our cab driver was driving us to the airport and he's like, Hey, um, did you know that the, do you know about the troll? And did you see it on, on your way? Like while you were in town or whatever? And we're like, no, Kate and I. And um, so he's like, Oh, well, we got to see it before we leave town. So he pulled up right beside it. And we took pictures by it. Nice. That's cool. That's a good yeah. cabbie right it there. Was. Yeah. yeah. Kaya, Kaya <laughs> loves this movie. And so one of the last times we were in Seattle, I was like, all right, 
we're going to go to Tacoma and drive by the school yeah. and we're going to go to the troll. That's cool. It was great. Yeah. We I climbed would, all love. over that thing. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see that school. Um, Unrelated. And also because I hate it when guys are like, it's because you're on your period. I do love the line. My insurance does not cover PMS. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's a pretty great scene. <laughs> Because it starts, Oops. it starts with the camera shooting over her, <laughs> and then her looking up. I, I love the way they do that. Yeah. <laughs> I just my insurance does not cover me. Larry Miller, let's talk about the dad. He's he oh my god, so, so good. Yeah, like he for me is the same as Michael, where he's just like knocking it out of the park every scene he's in. He's yeah. so funny. Uh, his whole repartee with the kids is is tremendous. I should have listened to my father. Oh my god! Well, that's what she would have said. If she wasn't so doped up, (laughs) it's he's just so good, and just the plight of that man having two daughters. You can feel it in every one of his scenes. Like I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing my best when he's exercising. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) Bill. Seven. Yes, that's good. <laughs> he is so great. He gave it a good shot. Good effort. <laughs> he's just. I've he's got a the four one one. I don't care how dumb his friend is. <laughs> or Jakey. I don't. Oh, yeah. He says so many things. I'm just like, oh, I can feel the pain <laughs> of that daughter hearing those words. Oh man, so good. Put also, on the belly. Oh my god! And then oh. she instinctively puts out her arms. Just, That's the funniest. And part how to resigned me. she is! She's like, yeah, she's I like, know. all right, I gotta do it. Also, the black underwear. She wants to have sex someday, just not soon. <laughs> she wants to have sex. Be like, you just need, eventually. You That's need better plan. reasoning, Bianca. I love you, but did you know that that actor, the the one that played Bianca, actually went to Sarah Lawrence? <laughs> I did not. That's yeah. Good. Uh, but Julia Stiles, she went to Columbia. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt went to Columbia with her, and they dated (laughs) while they were there. Oh, that's cool. And they're apparently both self-described feminists. There you Mm. go. Uh, Julie Stiles also dated David Harbour. I don't know if y'all knew that. Oh, really? I did not know that. She dated him for like four years. I I don't blame her. See, that's that's weird to think about only because I'm used to, uh, once again, I'm used to her being younger. He and I'm older, only right? used to him being, being yeah. older. Yeah, yeah, as soon as you said that, I had to ask Veronica who he was because I'm just like, that sounds like Cropper, and I don't yeah. think that's right. Yeah, it's weird, right? It, it is. Um, yeah, they dated. One of my uh, <clears throat> favorite lines in in the movie was, uh, so the dad's name was Walter. Uh, Walter said, where's your sister going? Kat <laughs> said, she's meeting some bikers, big ones, full Close of sperm. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. Um, so one of the big parallels between um, this movie and Taming of the Shrew is how quickly the lead character falls in love with Bianca. Mm. And um, I love that in this, they take a direct quote from Taming of the Shrew at the very beginning when he first sees her. And it's, I burn, oh, I, I pine, pine, I perish. Mm-hmm. I have... Whenever I hear that, I'm like, I haven't read Taming of the Shrew, but I know that had to have come. Like yeah. I, and I do like, I do like it. And then another, another quote, um, not from Taming of the Shrew, but it is Shakespeare. Is when he's <laughs> when Michael is talking yes, to Patrick. Yes, is it the lunchroom scene? Yes. yes, and he says, "Sweet love, renew thy force." <laughs> you can't that is say sonnet shit like 56. that to me. <laughs> 
I oh I love them with Patrick. Oh. Like that dynamic of so good. Michael breaking it down for Patrick, like this is why we've done it, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna be your little hench people to get this to going. I love it. Yeah. I've got a dick on my face, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because Michael is in the movie a lot for like the first two thirds of it and then kind of falls out for like the last third of the movie. Yeah. Until right. his whole like thing with um yeah. with uh Mandela. But uh yeah, that repartee is you're right. They're, it's brilliant. I'm thinking about getting a Tercel. Yeah, that's a Toyota. Toyota. <laughs> I should have wore a tie. <laughs> what about Julia Stiles? Is this like the thing that she's most known for probably? Like, I would say that. I think she's also pretty well known for Save the Last Dance just because mm-hmm. of all the dancing yeah. she had to do for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I really liked her in Down to You. That oh, was a yeah. great movie. Yeah. I like that one. That is a good she one. also did a miniseries called The 60s. In the nineties, oh, right. she's also in the one of the Bourne movies. Oh, yeah. she's in a couple. She's of them. in several of them. Right? Yeah. yeah, and then she was in Dexter for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she was on Dexter. But yeah, I will uh, say the Bourne movies are the one. Yeah, I would say this is one of her top ones. I think yeah. people think of for sure. Right. Um, also, her hair is so long in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I always, yeah. whenever she's <clears throat> doing the dance uh, when she's mm-hmm. drunk. I always marvel at how long her hair is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if they straightened it too, oh, it would geez. be even longer because mm-hmm. that's how hair works. But yeah, um, she is very like, this is one. I think this and Save the Last Dance are probably the ones I think of first when mm-hmm. I think of her. Yeah. Well, she's also a New York Mets fan. So um, there you go. Wins, so you're saying wins, there's a chance. She wins some points. She wins some points. Uh, <laughs> I think there's a chance uh, for Jamie and I. We're the single ones. Do you guys fair? Do you guys think that Heath had basically like Jason Patrick's look from Lost Boys though? <laughs> like, don't they basically uh, look the same? Yeah, a like little bit. Hair, is the, he the, the Michael character? Hair. Yes. I will Michael. say <laughs> his hair is a, a little bit more defined. So I don't know. Like Michael's, or maybe it's just because it's dark all the time with Michael that you can't yeah. see it as well. Yeah. For me, like it's teased more. Maybe so. There's it's bigger. Yeah. And Michael's so, is the 80s version of the haircut that he is wearing the 90s version of. Yes, I will say yes. Yeah. That because, yeah, because for Patrick, it's a little bit more contained, but that is more of a 90s vibe. So, yeah. yes, I will say yes. Uh, I found your quote, Sam, the Walter quote. I'm down. I've got the 411, and you are not going out and getting jiggy with some boy. I don't care how dope his ride is. My mama didn't raise <laughs> no, no fool. fool. <laughs> so good. And uh, the most ri- the, quotable movie. The ever. writing, the writing here. I mean, even just for him, just runs the gamut because, like, I I remember the part in the movie, but I didn't. You know, he's he's a funny guy, so you you're always anticipating something funny coming out, right? But this one, this is sweet. Uh, you know, fathers don't like to admit it when their daughters are capable of running their own lives. It means we've become spectators. Mm-hmm. Bianca still lets me play a few innings. You've had me on the bench for years. When great, you go to Sarah Lawrence, I won't even be able to watch the game. It's a great line. I, it I, is. It's very sweet. That's a sweet moment between the two of them. I really appreciate their dynamic through the whole movie. Like the first thing he says to her, <laughs> have you made anyone cry today? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yet, but it's only 4.30. Like he, although he very much wants to protect his both of his daughters. Yeah. I feel like he does also he's at war with himself because you can see with that you mm-hmm. can see 
he does understand Kat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He does get that she's different than Bianca and all that. And like they have, you can tell that they have this relationship, even though he won't allow them to do things. But I mean, Kat still like, she goes out to concerts all the time. It's mm-hmm. just her interests aren't the same as Bianca. So Bianca's life is ruined by these rules. Whereas Kat She's able to make it work. Yeah, she's going out to Club Skunk. Club Skunk? <laughs> May I? I can't be seen there. <laughs> I don't know what my point was. I just, I don't know. I really appreciate the <laughs> dynamic between Kat and her dad. Oh, yeah. It's it's great. I love how different Bianca and Kat's rooms are. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> oh, Where way Bianca's different. Where is just like, yeah, like a total, I guess, girl room or something. And then Also, know, okay. The scene after Kat has told Bianca about how she and Joey were a thing and had sex and whatever. And Bianca like freaks out, not because they did that, but because she's mad that in her mind, Kat is aiding their father in Mm. keeping her isolated. Mm -hmm. When she is sitting in the tire swing, can we talk about her outfit there? It's so cute. It is very cute. (laughs) I will give you that. But it also feels like a doll's outfit. Yeah, like it. She's she a little porcelain doll. In but it. I feel like a, a few of her outfits yeah. in the movie yeah. could be described. But like as it, that. it's like a random Saturday afternoon. She has dressed up in a pink cardigan and a white chiffon esque. Mm-hmm. I have no and idea. And Mary what. Jane's with it, little socks. <laughs> it just feels so weird to me. I don't know why. Like it, it is, is a very a very specific costume yes they made is, that choice mm-hmm. they made yeah. a very specific to make her very like and i'm just like every time i see that it almost takes me out of it even though it is a it is a very cute dress but i'm like it feels like five-year-old going to church to me is yeah. how and it, it doesn't help that with the angles it's shot at right but well, i don't know every also, time i see that it takes me out a little baby doll dresses were big in the late 90s that's true Mm. so it is something that you would have worn on a saturday afternoon well if we're going to talk about stuff bianca was wearing um let's get to that prom dress because woof (laughs) (laughs) but it was also the worst damn dresses i've ever seen but also so iconic of the time like Mm. i remember my sister going prom dress trapping because she would have gone around this time and yeah like the two um piece like the giant tutu then with the crop top like i feel like that's what like kelly didn't have that but like she tried on stuff like that mm-hmm. just like, it's like she tried out for aladdin the musical <laughs> that's what <laughs> that it looked is like a really good musical <laughs> but i kate and i were watching it <laughs> and she, i would be happy to be in it <laughs> kate watched that scene with me and she's like that top just doesn't look right like it's not it doesn't, it doesn't fit her. Did you like explain to Kate how many billowy. things didn't look right in the 90s? It, well, it is I like remember an over, some of the clothes I It is a I weird owned. fit. It, it is, is an oversized fit. Yeah, it's strange. Um, Yeah. I mean, not that it needs to be... I'm, I'm not trying to be creepy and say it needs to be skin tight. I'm no, just saying like it needs fitted, to fit her. But you're not, yeah, not like saying tailored that. to well, her body, whereas this, it's like... Right. Yeah, it was weird. If, if it wasn't such a thick fabric, they, it would be it would hang for it super being weird. for it being a movie, and she's one of the main characters in it. They could have spent more time. Yeah, on it. you would you would think absolutely. Yeah, it they almost, were focusing on Mandela's dress. Yeah, apparently, and also, but yeah, I but I do <clears> like how the, I feel like the dresses, even though the fit is weird, that they did for both the girls mm-hmm. are also just very iconic. Like they both fit both girls yeah mm-hmm. yeah like the 
overdone mm-hmm. frilliness fits Bianca, and then just the sleek, beautiful cut simplicity of simplicity that one, of cats right? really fits. It's like her something too. she made for herself. Almost, um, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's not a stretch to believe that that's actually what she would pick. So right. they did a good job there. I yeah. think I would like to give you one more Walter quote because he's the best. It says, "You're 18. You don't know what you want." And you won't know what you want until you're 45. (laughs) And even if you get it, you'll be too old to use it. I I assure you that's not the case, by the way. Uh, But yeah, that's funny. Uh, No, the 45 thing. I don't know about being able to use it. Yeah. I'm doing okay with that. But um, we can cut that out. Uh, I would never. He won't. I know. But yeah. No, that's a funny line. He has, there's some good dialogue in this. But sometimes when Kat says things, I'm just like, that's not how a high school kid would talk. You know? That's how that high school kid would talk. Yeah. yeah I she, she does have that sort of air about her though. Like she's like she thinks she's smarter than everybody else, yeah. you know. But I just I don't really remember that many people that I mean, you know, you have to remember that these characters have people writing for them. Of course. Yeah. And a lot of times they're older people, and it's almost like yeah. they can project like some of the things that they wish they would have said mm-hmm. back in the day yes. because I, when you watch these movies they're it's like I don't think that I can't remember anybody having the confidence in high school that some of these characters did yeah with the exception of Matthew Lillard in <laughs> she's all that <laughs> um, <laughs> Jamie yes I know you can be overwhelmed and I know you can be <laughs> underwhelmed, <laughs> but can, can you ever you just, just be whelmed? <laughs> Did I tell you I cited that? <laughs> I cited that within the last three weeks. I work with writers and we were talking about a word and I wish I could remember what it was, but I'm like, they're like, I don't think it's a word because you wouldn't use it in this instance. I'm like, well, it's kind of like whelmed isn't a word, but under and under and overwhelmed yeah. are. And I cited this, and so like some people just looked at me. They're like, "I know where you went. I know where you got that." And I'm like, "It's not original. I'm not trying to be. I'm just saying that is a very specific example, and I know it well." Anything else on the first movie? I don't. Oh, just anything else? (laughs) Go to the office. You're pissing me off. (laughs) Well, and route that teacher. Uh, I have two. Don't qu- get me started on you two. <laughs> I have two more questions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if uh, nobody else has anything, no, go boo. Um, anybody ever experienced uh, had any experience with beer flavored nipples? <laughs> <laughs> what part is that from again? Like I can't place well, it in the movie. So it's after <laughs> Joey has tried to t- ask Patrick about uh, going out. With oh, Pat that's because right. he what wants to go out with Bianca, and then chick. Michael and. Cameron have approached uh, Patrick yes. about dating Kat for the same reason. Mm. And he's like, what's up with this Bianca girl? Like, why is she, why does everybody want to get with her? Um, the other question I have oh is, did any of you ever have a live band at one of your dances in high school? No. Okay. I didn't either. I actually DJed a f- couple of dances at my high school. Yeah. Cause we wanted to save money. I just, I don't know. I never had that. And I always thought it was kind of, I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool in this movie, but. I've been to like events and weddings that have had live bands, sure. but Nevada did not shell out that kind of money. Yeah. And I mean, to take it back to our dances uh, for Veronica and I, um, I think 
one of my main memories is that they would play You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette <laughs> and try to mute the word fuck in it. But everyone knew the song, so everyone just shouted it anyway. So That's in one of the my main school, things. they didn't mute it. Oh. And they fully played the song Bitch. Nice. Ooh. At my school dances. There you go. Risque. Yeah, totally. I have one more thing before we're done with this. Did anyone ever watch the 10 Things I Hate About You TV series? No. no. It was a one season ABC family thing. But what I wanted to say is they bring the dad back and he's the dad to the new girls. Really? In the series. That's funny. Yeah. That I mean, that it alone would be worth at least an episode. Checking to, yes, to watch. To check yeah. in. Yeah. And it was only a 10 episode arc on ABC Family or whatever. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I feel like one of the characters came back for it and I couldn't remember which one and I, I found it. When you think, I guess I have one more question uh, that I just thought of. When you think about this movie, mm-hmm. what is the scene that like pops out in your head <sighs> when you think about it? It's always it's the song. Him. Yeah. 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 The, the, the can't take my eyes off of you. Right. Yeah. But I didn't want to like, because that's how I remember it and that's how like most people do, but I didn't. I didn't say any of that stuff to Kara while we were watching sure. it. Yeah. You sure. know, I was trying to let her kind of discover yeah, it on her own. Herself, right. With the exception of describing that that was not what my school looked like. <laughs> but uh, on on the flip side of that, that is how all of us dressed. Sure. That yeah. was exactly oh what God. we they looked did, like. They didn't. Yeah. They really did it capture... Oh yeah, a really good job of that. I love when he, during that scene when he spanks the police officer on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, pretty good. It's so yeah, it's like a really great. There's there's some good like romantic gestures in this uh, in this movie um, mm-hmm. by by high school boys. Uh, so good good job. But uh, again, nobody ever bought me a that, guitar. <laughs> that's what right? I'm like again. That scene, the level of confidence, yeah, that mm-hmm. someone has to have, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure I went to school with people that were more confident than I was in doing things, but I couldn't imagine putting myself out there. Yeah. You know, and doing something like that. Pretty great. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty great scene. So, so I have a question. Okay. Yeah. Who is reading the plot for the next movie? All right. We are now transitioning to Get Over It. The shooting tile was Getting Over Allison, I believe. Oh. I didn't know that. That's a little tidbit for you. I mean, it checks out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. After Burke Landers' girlfriend, Allison, breaks up with him, he tries to win her back by auditioning for the school play despite having no theatrical talent. May I help you? Burke Landers, I'm here to audition. Ah, Burke Landers. Goody for me. Meanwhile, his friends Felix and Dennis try to find him a new girlfriend. I'm interested that that is the first, that's the beginning of the mm-hmm. plot, which this doesn't happen till like 10, 15 minutes mm-hmm. into the movie. So, yeah. all right, buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> With the help of Felix's younger sister, Kelly, Burke wins a minor role in the play, a modern musical version of Shakespeare's comedy called A Midsummer Night's Rockin' Eve. <laughs> Written and directed by the school's domineering drama teacher, Dr. Desmond Forrest Oates. This just says Dr. Desmond Oates, who is played by Martin Short. I remember what the wonderful Bobby De Niro once said to me. Well, not to me, but I read it in an article. 
and I was considering landing the big roles. And what he said was, just because God blesses you does not mean there isn't another sneeze coming. When one of the leads, the school's star actor, Peter Wong, is injured in a freak accident, Burke takes over Wong's role of Lysander. He gradually improves with continuing assistance from Kelly, unaware of the growing attraction between them. At a party thrown by Felix at Burke's house, Kelly kisses Burke, but he insists that a relationship between them could not work as she is Felix's sister. You're Felix's little sister. Screw you. Kelly, wait a second. That came out wrong! At the same party, Burke and Allison catch her new boyfriend, Bentley Stryker Scrumfeld, cheating on her with her best friend, Maggie. Allison breaks up with Stryker. During the intermission on the play's opening night, Allison confides to Burke that she wants to get back together with him. I could just have one wish. It would be that we could go back to the way things were, you know? Meanwhile... Stryker bribes two of the theatrical technicians to try and blow Burke off the stage using stage pyrotechnics. Before the play resumes, Felix gives the orchestra sheet music, good lord, for a love ballad written by Kelly to replace Oates' unpopular tune. When the curtain rises, Kelly sings her song so beautifully that Burke finally realizes he loves her. his lines from the script and improvises his own verse, professing his character's love for Kelly's character, Helena. The audience applauds as Burke and Kelly kiss. Stryker protests this change, but unwillingly signals the technicians to set off the explosion, blowing him off stage and into the orchestral section. Dennis kisses Kelly's friend and his dancing partner, Basin, who kisses him back, suggesting that they also begin a relationship. Kelly and Burke leave the theater looking forward to their future together. The film ends with Cisco and Vitamin C singing and dancing along with the cast to the song September as credits roll. Along with the cast, except for the character that was the huge tool. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's not in the He's end. not in the, yes. <laughs> Right. As he has been blown up. That was a terrible summary. Yeah, that was, that was like listen, the second I, half of horrible. the movie and they skipped a lot. Hey, yeah. hey, I'm just glad we don't have to write them. That's it's fine. True. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to start this one. Okay. Who all had seen this movie before I put it in the mix? I think that I had seen part of it. Like when it came out, okay. Because parts of it looked familiar. The main guy, it was, it, I was like just getting bits and pieces. Uh huh. Um, but it, most of it was a surprise. Okay, Veronica. I had actually watched it this year, and I didn't remember that. I mean, <laughs> I I remembered the movie, but I didn't remember how recently I'd watched it until I tried to log it on my app where I track mm. the movies and it was like already on my list. Oh, that's went, funny. Oh, well, shoot. And then you had not seen it. Sam. Yeah, no, long time listener, first time caller. I had not uh <laughs> go ahead. had not ever seen this movie and I don't know how because it's been out for a long time, but 
Uh, I just, I don't know if it just doesn't get rerun a lot, but like I'd never, ever seen it. And I was kind of surprised that I hadn't. Well, it will not surprise you that they, when they originally shot it, um, it came out to be R rated because there were some additional scenes that were then cut so that teenagers who were the audience, they wanted to (laughs) see it obviously like, Anyway, um, I read that little factoid that like originally when they first cut it, it was R, but then they're like, this is made for teenagers. We need to cut things so that teenagers can see it. This movie, (laughs) uh, it made me, first of all, I was remembering a lot of the lines that Lysander said (laughs) in the thing because I was was like, I said that, um, (laughs) For those of you that didn't know, uh, Lance played Lysander in our Midsummer Night's I was brilliant in that production. Did you? That took place on a carousel. Yeah. Our (laughs) set was a little different than what they had here. Yeah. Did you ever have any inclination to completely go rogue and change the dialogue? Well, who would have I had ended up with if I would have done that? Who was that? Who did you end up with? You ended up with me, right? Right. Because you you were Hermia. Yeah, so you would have ended up with Julie. Oh, that's, yes, that's right. Okay. That's funny. Well, anyway, so Shakespeare stuff aside. um, Never. This movie, because I lived in the 90s, (laughs) there was so much, like, painful awkwardness in it that it almost made me uncomfortable watching it because it reminded me so much of the high school experience. Oh, that's and, fun. And it, it was just like, and not not all of it, like some of it was good, but also just like the the interplay and the and the relationships and how, you know, kind of being with one girl for uh, a long time and then it, like that relationship ending and those feelings. And the thing is, is that like it was, it was like hitting me in some of those things, but also it was painful to watch because it wasn't a great movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> like some of the choices that they made in directing this, like the beginning where <laughs> there's like I, a, a couple that just got married and part of a band. Yes. Perfection. I don't know what your problem is. It was. It, it was like a music video, basically. Yeah, yeah there was the nothing. People that, for the people that didn't watch it, yeah. Straight face keeps walking. Yeah, yeah there was nothing. There's nothing inherently wrong with it, but it also like didn't even fit with the rest of the movie. It is. It was great. So weird. So, for those of you that haven't seen this masterpiece, um. Congratulations. Burke is Watch dumped it. by his girlfriend. <laughs> and then as he leaves the house, Vitamin C and her band show up out of nowhere and start singing yeah. a song. And then just more and more townspeople, for lack of a better word, as he's walking down the middle of the road, join in the background. At it, one point, like, there's a marching band. Like, it wouldn't have made necessarily more sense. But it, it like, it, I guess maybe a little bit if the if the band had stayed in the garage. <laughs> Like they were a like garage they were a gra- band. That would have been real funny. But then they just like kept walking out. <laughs> yeah, and then people just started joining them. I was like, okay, so this do. is what we're in for. <laughs> I, I, think I was totally on board. Tone. Did yeah. you guys not I was on do board. that in <laughs> is the that 90s? Not a thing? <laughs> um, also, uh, 
I, I mean, I have more, but if somebody else wants to go, can we that's just fine. talk about Martin Short, please? I we definitely can. I well, forgot he was in he, this. He was a major silver lining in this he, movie. Oh my gosh. His character <clears throat> was just perfection. Oh, man. But and so I, good. but I was thinking about this. I this was at a you. time. Not really. <laughs> This was at a time in his career that like any other time, I think, you know, years earlier or later, he wouldn't have done this movie mm-hmm. because this had to have been like Clifford times. Right. When I he had done so. that movie. Yeah. Probably because kind of lean years for him, I suppose. Yeah. Because it, oh, it literally, was literally, I guess it was, mm-hmm. in my opinion, beneath what he would would do normally. But I was grateful that he was there. Because and I was looking forward to fully develop that character. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. in the in a way only Martin Short could. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I appreciated that. Yeah. Also, this is a very unexpectedly star-studded cast. Yeah, the cast is mm-hmm. looking oh, totally. back. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I also like the cameos, like Coolio. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's fucking Coolio. Okay. Also, <laughs> not mentioned in the synopsis. How do we feel? about love matters so burke's parents oh, run yeah. a oh, relationship show yep called love matters but it's like specifically geared towards like it'd be like a dr drew like sex mm-hmm. type of intimacy. it would have been funny if his mom was played by allison janney <laughs> it yeah. would have worked perfectly it, yeah and your son stop trusting <laughs> me <laughs> yeah. i will let you know because as you all know i um do not always get innuendos. Mm. So a lot of this went over my head at the time. And I brought this movie on a school field trip. Oh, no. For us to watch <laughs> on the bus. And we made it about half an hour in before the teachers turned it off. Wow. And this was the trip my dad was chaperoning. <laughs> wow. I didn't get in trouble. But it was pretty fit. They're like, we're not watching this. This is inappropriate. I'm like, what? What about it's inappropriate? How old were you? I mean, I was a high schooler. You were in. Okay. But I still just missed innuendos. I didn't get them because I'm a protected a little flower. flower. Uh I under like I got that. Like the polish the rocket, that one went <laughs> over my head for a long time. Wow. Burke might want to go home and polish the rocket. <laughs> Yogurt's good. They have a rocket at their house, says Jamie. Like, I no, I just, I didn't know. I'm like, I just don't get it. No, it's fine. That's totally fine. I'm a sweet summer child. Uh, that's what I was going to say. But the girlfriend in the movie, uh, you know, that very early on, the relationship has ended. So yeah. she she moves back to town. They get together. They're together for, what did it say, like 16, 16 months, months? Something like that. And then and then it's Dunzo. And but this dude is so obsessed that it's like it's like even his friends say, you know, it's almost like painful how much he's into her. And then this is where it's hard for me because then you have Kirsten Dunst that is or is it Kristen? Chris Kristen. Kirsten. Kirsten. Okay. So then you have Kirsten Dunst who like you know, I don't know how old she was in this movie or if I can say like, this. No, she was 19. Okay. So certifiably the most attractive person in the movie <laughs> and and like into into him 
And so I'm just like, and I understand that is up for interpretation. But to me, especially between the the girlfriend who has severely wronged this guy, and then you have this very beautiful girl who's clearly into you, that like then the whole scene where they kiss and then he brings up the thing about the brother. Like yes. I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with it's you, man? It's the bro code. You can't date I, your I understand. best friend's sister. I understand That's the bro okay. code and I know I of and I know <laughs> of people that I'm friends with that also broke that in high school and I will not mention names. Is one of them Mike? Because you have a lot of Mike. <laughs> probably named Mike. Mike. I feel so, like my odds are good. The odds there. are in the favor of it being a Mike. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just. Uh, I mean, that's just the like, trope like, that they're fi- playing into. Yeah, I, yeah, I get it. And finally, you know, he gets there at the end. But it's almost like, why the hell do you like care so much about this? Like. Do you not remember the part where she wronged you? That's you know? such a small part. The relationship was so much before that. Maybe. Um, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Did you catch this at the beginning monologue? Or So the movie begins with him narrating all of this stuff. And then they have a video that then breaks into smaller ones showing that they've been together for the whole year. Mm-hmm. Did you catch that in the winter scene? She has like really long curly hair, but that's the only scene she has long hair in. It drives me crazy. I did catch that because I thought it was somebody else. Like, I thought it was a different couple in that picture. (laughs) Yes. And that's what takes me out of it. I'm like, you were only together for 16 months. Your hair would not have grown, like, because it is, it it shows no transition length. Mm -hmm. It's either jawline or, like, four inches longer. I'm like, if you're going to pull this crap. Yeah. Otherwise... It, yes, I agree. And it's like super curly in that one scene. So I agree with you. It makes me feel like they're a different couple. It's very frustrating. And anything that pulls me out of the movie, I'm just like, mm-hmm. this movie doesn't make sense anyway. Like, it is a very random movie, Um, to put it mildly. I do think that this movie succeeded at being exactly what it was intended to be. I agree. <laughs> it, com- it knows what it wants to be, and it commits to being yes. it. Yes. And that is why I enjoy this movie. Like, mm-hmm. I don't watch it a lot. I Clearly, I forgot Martin Short was in it. But um, I haven't seen it in years. But, but it's one I watched a lot as a teenager. Like, we would watch this one because... Just it, not on the bus. Just not on the bus. Um, and I guess I shouldn't say I watched it a lot. I watched it as a teen. Probably haven't seen it since I was a teen. So I was just like, let's put this in the mix. Um... I appreciate I that. I forgot how much I liked it. So I'm glad you brought it because yeah. this time through I went, oh yeah, this movie's really fun. I need to watch it more. It's a fun movie. <laughs> it, and I, I would echo that, that it, it it is fun. Yes. And it was enjoyable to watch except for the parts where it made me feel super weird. And also how much Martin Short and his lackey. Which was oh, totally yeah. me in high school. Oh, I was oh. that girl. <laughs> that oh my gosh! Really funny. Like they're they're. Do you know what left is? <laughs> yes, and she's like, "You are intimidating me." Well, you are frightening me. Like just they're back and forth together. I just I love it, and there's just so many moves. Well, and I love that they have that very specific relationship, but at no point do you think it's inappropriate. Agreed. Yes, and. When we were complaining about never seeing other people at play practice, mm-hmm. 
uh, in Teen Wolf, there were people all over the place always. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, also, when Cisco sits down next to the Mila Kunis character and she's like, what are you doing? Um, I offered to be on stage crew. Shouldn't you be with them? Like just how <laughs> she says it, like go with the freaks over yeah. there. And then it pans to one humping a sword. It's just like, oh, well, this is giving production was, people a bad was Martin name. Short, yeah. Was Martin Short just trying to steal like Luke Perry's look? Was that kind of like <laughs> Because yeah. that's basically he, what I was seeing pretty every great. time. I what saw does he him. say? He says he's the a follower of the popular arts or whatever. Because yeah. when he's talking about yeah. Swingtown, Swingtown lads, he was really <laughs> he was really perfect uh, in this role and provided the exact like the perfect adult character that they mm-hmm. that I thought that they needed. But this movie moves like really fast. It is. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes, know? I feel yeah. like it, <clears throat> it clips right along, yeah. and I think that's great. Also, this is one of the most colorful movies I have ever seen. There mm-hmm. was a lot of oh color. Oh my god. It. Like just every scene just like pops with a lot of like vibrant uh yeah, just lots of color. It was it was kind of cool in that regard too. Um one thing I'll say, I didn't like I really didn't like the two main guys, Ben Foster and Shane West. Not a big fan. Mm. Shane West, I thought was he supposed to be faking his accent or not? Shane West I my interpretation was that that was entirely fake. Yes, like okay. because it was put, so bad. Yes, it was terrible. I, but I didn't know if he was supposed to be faking it or not. I guess in, I, I didn't thought really get that the it was supposed to be legit because, okay. like, he was known as like a as like kind of a Pop celebrity yeah. before, well, right? And I guess I thought, but he was no, it did to sound do a terrible. Thing where <laughs> yeah. he just suddenly has an accent, maybe. Well, and I thought he was trying. It was him putting it on because when he is talking to the two guys about doing the technics and he's like, what if it went off a little early? Like he, there so were, parts I don't know if that's like him that. slipping out of it or if him being like, well, let me reveal my nefarious yeah. plan. Kate watched this one with me and she was like, so was his voice 80 yard sometimes? Because it didn't seem like it was matching up. Oh, I wonder several times. That was one thing that we noticed. And then the other thing she said was, um, is he like the straight NPH? Like, is he the straight Neil Patrick <laughs> Harris? She, thought, she thinks he looks like him quite a bit. With Ben Foster, first of all, he's a little stiff. Mm. Yeah. You were talking the main guy? Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't Bert, know his name. In my opinion. This is my opinion. No, you're not wrong. I, I, think he, I think he would be, I feel like if it was a dramatic role, like this guy would be great. But I feel like he's supposed to play it a little more... Should be fun, loose, maybe. Yeah. And during the scenes when he's supposed to be kind of looking at Kirsten Dunst and be, being like sort of enamored with her, all I thought was the way he was looking at her that he was gonna like kill her and eat her. <laughs> and I was like, would he take her out to the woods first? I feel maybe. like that's the type of note um, the Martin Short character would give because I don't like. So I specifically looked for it this time when they go on. And he's telling them all to look shocked. And every single actor up there all give the same face. And he's like, shocked, shocked. And he's like, you look like a constipated whatever. And he's like, wants them to do other things. But he like makes fun of Burke specifically. And so I looked at all the other characters and they're all doing the same thing. Just like mouth open, like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. Yeah. And so that reminded me of when Veronica was telling a story about trying to get actors to do different things. And they they like did it with the opposite arm, but it was the same motion. (laughs) Sorry, but please continue. No, no. I mean, that was kind of that was kind of it. And not to shit on Ben Foster. I think no. he's a good actor, but I just wonder. I'm not sure 
to me if this was like a great type of role for him. What else has he done? There was a <clears throat> Disney show when he was a kid that he was on. He was Angel in the third X-Men movie. Yeah. I know there's other things he's been in. Oh. But I, the one that's like cutting his wings off, you know? And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not the okay. not the remake with the okay. yeah. Dark Phoenix, but the yeah, I third. I wouldn't necessarily I I don't know maybe he got better as an actor, but based on I I wasn't impressed with him in this movie, but I just he was the character, so I just you yeah. know mm-hmm. dealt right. with it. Dunst though was great, yeah, and yeah, like really her good. acting was was really good. Yeah. I f- the original girlfriend, whatever that actress's name was, I think she played that well. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed Colin Hanks as yeah. the Colin German Hanks is good. Friend. Yeah, he was good. A jerk in a different way. Like he's doing things for for Burke. Um, whereas Allison's friend, nope, not Allison. Oh yeah, Allison's friend who ends up, excuse me, hiccups. Um, making out with Stryker. Mm. She's a jerk friend in the bad way. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Colin Hanks, he's like Zoe Saldana. Yes, and she's yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Yes, it's. We alluded, like a bit part, yes. like a tiny Zoe little role. Like her and Mila Kunis are huge stars in there in these like yeah. tiny roles in this movie. And we haven't funny. flat out said it that Stryker is played by Shane West. Mm. Yeah. Like also. And also what I liked. So often you'll have um, musicians playing musicians in roles. But Cisco is in this show. <laughs> Just as. As <laughs> an actor. Cool. Yeah. And like they specifically don't put him in a singing role until I guess in the end he does. Yeah. He dances. Ends up. But he dances a lot. Um, but I thought that was fun. That this was before. This came out before the thong song. And I didn't realize that. That this came out before the thong song. Not that there's a lot of singing in that. But. Or. It was his breakout. It was his breakout. Yes, they're singing in that. I guess I like that that was his breakout was after that. And so that's why I was a little surprised. Um, Speaking of uh, the music thing, music part of it. (laughs) So when I, if like I didn't know when this movie came out, when I saw Vitamin C for the first time, (laughs) I was almost kind of like, oh, hey, it's the girl from Paramore. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. they basically have the same look. They what do. What year was this? 2001. See, yeah. this feels... <clears throat> uh, watching it, it almost felt like it could have been like 98. Yes, before mm-hmm. the it, other, it yeah. didn't. It did not feel like a 2000s movie. And going back to Colin Hanks, um, I'm not sure when Orange County came out that movie that he did yeah but i yeah but i feel like he did well in this movie but he wasn't full colin hanks agreed i think i think orange county comes out after this yeah so i think it was a stepping stone yeah okay yeah it was a stepping stone for him because because i but i think he was much better and and like honed in on what he was good at Mm -hmm. in orange county agreed but also watching chester screw the rubber plant is that some kind of expression <laughs> got a hormonal imbalance it's totally normal they showed oh, a lot of that dog also when burke is l- trying to learn the lines for the audition and he says i'm st- understanding about every other word of this shit i had flashbacks to running <laughs> our lines with you <laughs> Because I remember you were so fresh. Because it's hard. For the Shakespeare, Lysander. Yeah. Lysander, it's hard to memorize Old English. And 
it's just a different way of talking. I had talking. the looking pretty part down. You nailed that. Um, <laughs> but the getting the words out, I under, I remember that being... And so as soon as a he said struggle. that, I'm like, that is so lame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm understanding about every other word of this. Fair. I have two more questions. One for Veronica. Uh, but the first all, question I'll ask is, how do we all feel about that puke punch? Was that looking pretty, uh, pretty I did, appealing? So I I must have looked away that, because I remember oh, that the them the, good, right? the guy holding the thing filled with the puke, but then I like I must have missed it getting put into that. But then I heard the kids like talking about how no, funky it tastes. You got a close up. <laughs> you got a close up of the punch and the shit floating around in it, it's and I was like, oh man, so gross. Yeah, I mean. You know, uh, the only other question I have is for Veronica about uh, how much you enjoyed the set the, of the play. I don't know that I was watching close enough to oh. have an opinion on it. Oh, okay, but can can I say something about what did you think the play? I liked it. The uh, put your hand down, little Steve. <laughs> Steven. So I guess the question is, which movie was better? I'll start. Or do do we phrase it as? Which one is the better film? Yes. Well, we've always we've just been answer like I think each time we vote we say how we're answering it. Mm-hmm. Like oftentimes I'll be like the one I want to watch again is but Sam. Uh yeah, I have to admit when we when I saw this matchup, I was like, okay, I picked 10 things I hate about you as my first pick, so uh, obviously I think pretty highly of it and I'm like, get over it. I've never even heard of it. So this is going to be like a walkover for me. But when I watch get over it for the first time, I like this movie and I thought it was good. And I actually am kind of like kind of looking forward to like another time watching it. Uh, I almost watched it again because I was like, I kind of just wanted to, you know, have a little more time with it. Cause I've seen 10 things so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I thought get over it was great. I thought it was a fun movie. Um, you know, I mean, a few things with some of the acting I maybe wouldn't could have changed, but you know, overall good movie. And, uh, yeah, I totally watch it again. Uh, but that being said, 10 things I had about you to me, I don't know. I'd have to think about it a little harder, but it might be my favorite teen movie ever. So, um, yeah, it's got a really special place in my heart and I didn't watch it when I was a teen, but it's still just one of my favorite. I just think movies in general. I think it's really good. So uh, I'm going with 10 things I hate about you. Is it my turn? Because everyone looked at me. (laughs) (laughs) It's clockwise. Uh, I hate clocks. Um, Oh, yeah, we know. I uh, I don't pay attention to them. What is time, really? Uh, Yeah, I, I was more familiar with 10 things I hate about you. But I wouldn't say that it's like a favorite or anything like that. There are parts that I've known for a long time and, and things in it that I know that are iconic. Uh, Get Over It was brand new to me. I did enjoy watching it. Um, I liked some of the acting in it. <laughs> um, I think ultimately what I would, unless the movie is meant to be, any movie in general, and unless it is meant to be like always over the top. And that is exactly what the movie is supposed to be. Um, I, I feel like something like that should be made more clear. And this, 
get over it seemed like it like at times it was trying to take itself seriously and then for a majority of it it's almost like it it wasn't and 10 things i hate about you seemed to be based more in a reality even though it was uh, you know harkening back to all of the shakespeare stuff you know mixed in there but it just felt more real and uh, so i i think i'm going to pick 10 things i hate about you just because I I think I just bought that story more than the other one. I will echo Sam's sentiment. Um, I really enjoyed Get Over It. It was a really fun movie. I would say that it does explain pretty early on that it's not going to take itself too seriously when he's walking down the street <laughs> and the UPS yeah. lady starts dancing with the post office. Right. That is, yeah, that's the tip off at the beginning of the movie. Like, Hey, they show their hand. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I did grow up with 10 things I, I hate about you. It's part of where I'm from. Um, it's just, I love that movie. I always, always have. So I got to go with 10 things I hate about you. Um, I'm not going to make this long. Um, I enjoy get over it. I like it. I'll not, I, I mean, I always enjoy that, but 10 things I hate about you is mm-hmm. my, also my vote for this. Week. Hey, we don't have a tie. We don't, we don't. <laughs> um, well, let's go to the phones. I do Unanimous. have one more thing about get over it. I wanted <clears throat> to ask questions about, um, we completely glossed over the fact that Burke is a basketball player oh, and yeah. we had done such a good job of, Focusing on basketball for Teen Wolf. Uh, what did you think of the hoops in this one? I remember that the ones in Teen Wolf were, I <laughs> were believe the quote up. was, bent out of shit. I think, yeah, they were or bent to shit, to shit. I think that's what it. I said. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what did you think of the basketball playing in this one? Yeah, they were playing on a nicer gym. Uh, you, But it wasn't, you didn't like, I, I didn't get, I didn't feel like I could really... The basketball scenes don't stick out as much to me in this that's movie because there's a lot of other things I feel like that are more prominent in this film, but... Yeah, I felt like overall the quality of what was happening uh, was maybe a little better. Uh, we didn't really get to see him play that long, no. so yeah, tough to compare. We I, I, saw him I, in yeah. his jock. Probably, when he probably still lean towards the Beavers winning. <laughs> yeah, it was a game. I watched it like today, and until you said that, I almost forgot that there was basketball, basketball. even. In the I will movie. say this yeah. is another instance of the coach having an appropriate level of enthusiasm. <laughs> he understands it is high school basketball. Mm-hmm. He even straight up. <laughs> One of his quotes is, neat trick landers catching the ball with the face. Maybe next time you'll try shooting free throws or three-pointers out of your ass. I can't remember what he said. Um, So it just kind of shows that the coach is just like, come on, guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, let's do what we're supposed to. But apparently they're a good team because they're like going to state or whatever. I guess so. Also, this is another movie. We talked about not understanding the timeline of how school works. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how this school's schedule works either. Like, I understand the school part of it. But then, like, sometimes he has practice for basketball and then rehearsal. But then other times he has rehearsal and then he has a basketball game. I'm like, yeah. when yeah. are Didn't these things yeah. happening? Right. Yeah. It's it, I that was an afterthought yeah. for yes. the movie. Yeah. It was weird like Teen Wolf though. Yes. Because it was like 
I guess they're playing their games right after school. Like, right? like <laughs> that never happens, but okay. So it was so weird. Yeah, anyway, but yeah. So those were just a couple of things we've talked about in other movies I wanted right. to right. call back to. But yeah, no, this is the first time we're So unanimous. no contest. Yeah. But so the, proud of us. But both these movies are good, I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like they both have a watched them. Get Over Watch It has them. a time and a place. Yeah. And it's like you said, it's very colorful, it's very fun. Um, but I feel like if you are unsure of your crowd, you would probably want to play 10 things I hate about you over. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. I'm not as we didn't even get into how they go to a strip club. Oh, it's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. And it's bondage night or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Unbeknownst to them. It didn't make uh, it into the I did. I did didn't... like how his friends did apologize before they bailed. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Dion. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I don't have the same like nostalgia so much for the 90s and 90s movies as I do for when I watch 80s movies. And I'm wondering if it's because I felt so awkward for so much of the 90s. Yeah. And that like getting that vibe from the Get Over It movie and like almost like flashbacks in my in my mind, you know, while I'm watching it of, th- of things that I lived through. So maybe that's why it's harder for me with 90s movies than it is 80s movies. And I guess because I was just a kid in the 80s. So as you're saying that, like in my head, I think of Get Over It more as a 90s. And I think of 10 Things I Hate About You more as a 2000s movie. And mm-hmm. I don't know why, because that's obviously the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you were talking about like just the vibe you get from them. I don't know what it is about that. Yeah, get, get over it. I, I mean, of course, and you run into the same thing with music as well, where when you're uh, like just over the, the cusp or whatever you call it, you know, getting into the next decade, there's always some overlap, like, you know, rock going into the nineties still very much sounded like late eighties rock. And so that's why I understand that it was like a 2001 movie, but everything about this movie screams just like just as much 1999, except, um, unlike, uh, like, uh, with what you said earlier, but unlike 10 things I hate about you, it felt more colorful. It's like they were forcing more color into this movie. Mm -hmm. It almost like it was so colorful. And of that time, it partially reminded me of the movie go because Mm -hmm. of, because of the era. I want to watch that movie. I know it's not a teen movie. You can't. Well, (laughs) it's not not ever. It's It's not a teen movie and it's not a Christmas movie. (laughs) So is it not a teen movie? I don't think I, according to your standards, I don't think it would pass. They're not, they're not teenagers in in there. Were they? I'm going to have to watch it. We, I I can't remember. Let's watch it. Synopsis. If it's, if it's a teen movie and we didn't include it in this, I'm going to be pissed. I love that movie. (laughs) But come on. It's a Miata. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I just want to say that so far, all the movies we've watched, I think, have been great. I uh, just generally, I've enjoyed all of them. Good. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but no, I think they've I all been good movies. Yeah, I've enjoyed them. What are we going to watch next week? Next week, we're taking a turn. Oh, no. We're going about as opposite Snuff. as we can. Uh, <laughs> next week. It's our scary movies. Ben Foster wanted to do in this movie. I'm telling you. Yeah, that's true. No, it's our our two scary movies. Like our legit scary movies are next week. So it's Nightmare on Elm Street three. Yeah, the Dream Warriors. Thank you. And that and then versus 
the first Scream movie. Mm. So it's oh, you and I classics. next week, buddy. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. So, yeah. Uh, Who's going to watch these with me? I, I can watch them with you. Easy I'm just peasy. looking at this. I didn't mean to, but I have three movies. And like I did three for three, like three of my movies in a row. <laughs> Whoops. It's called cheating. Uh, well, I'm that's exciting. I'm excited to watch. I mean, granted, you know, Scream is basically committed to memory yeah. for me. Same. But um, and I do love Dream Warriors, but it's been a minute since I've seen it. Well, so that's I'm trying cool. to decide if I can convince myself to watch the other because t- I have like the four Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I have yet to watch any of them. They like came in one pack. Oh, you have the first four. Yeah. Okay. So I haven't seen any of them though because because you're scared. Yeah, I'm scared. It's uh, they get <laughs> he freaks me out. <laughs> well, they get so like they're fun, like they're good, they're good movies, but there's definitely a turn. Would you say, I mean, after the first one, but definitely after the second one, Freddie, like almost turns into not like quite a parody of himself, but also not, not that I heard it described, uh, by uh, uh, podcast talking podcast, uh, my favorite podcast, the Halloweenies. They talk about yes, when they went through this series, they said at some point he became MTV Freddy. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I get that because he just becomes this like kind of pop culture sort of caricature, and that is exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. I think. I think the first. I'm going to say the first two specifically. I think he's kind of legit scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the third one, especially I, if you haven't seen it before, so and you yeah. might be sensitive to scary movies. I think it starts idea. to make a turn where he starts to have some of those like kind of famous quotes that yeah. he's sort of known for. Excellent. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing this movie because Ooh. it's it. This movie is in sort of I don't want to give too much away, but as far as fans of the nightmare series like uh, for a lot of people this is their favorite one Ooh. so um even more than the original so uh Just i'm, I'm looking forward Friday, to everyone watch it seeing with you. this grant you have to watch this with veronica no i'm not <clears throat> watching it at night <laughs> you have to with the lights off no well there's no the, there's no windows in my room out here so Terrifying. we can watch it out there um but do yourself a favor so do you not know anything about the character <clears throat> freddy i know he has a Okay, thank you for that. <laughs> and some stripes. <laughs> yes. And a hat and so, like a weird face. <laughs> if you don't want to watch the two previous movies, uh-huh. at least read like the synopsis yeah. about what happens. So that way you kind of understand the character because yeah. they very much don't develop the character oh, again in, just like in the sequels. Who, He's just, gotcha. he just exists. Okay. So you should already know. Yeah. Yeah. More uh, than the... I, yes, exactly. I think I think that you could also go from the first movie to the third directly mm. if you wanted to watch the yeah, first one. Yeah, probably. I mean, the first one is just kind of a classic anyway. So if you want to watch a classic movie, you could. But the first movie has, I don't want to give too much away once again, but ties to the to, to the, the third. third one. Okay, yeah. so that's good. With to, I appreciate these hints. Mm-hmm. That's helpful. Anyway. Yeah. Excellent. Also, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's in the first movie. There you go. Yeah. And it was his first movie, That's right? right. I think yeah. so, or one of his very first. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, much like in his real life, something happens in the bed. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> so 
Yeah, it's true. <laughs> A mess is made. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh great. And with that, and that's how we are you for listening. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll see you again for the next one. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.